I'm Becky Hennessy. This is the Path of Imperfection, episode 59, Risk, the Ultimate Confidence Builder. Welcome, traveler. The Path of Imperfection is all about talking through the stuff and uncovering the what's and how's so that we can embrace ourselves and each other as human, one imperfect step at a time. This is a podcast for anybody with the courage to try. I have this magical window right now of time where it's the middle of the day and I am home all by myself. This rarely happens because usually at this time, I'm either at work or my husband's home or my little guy who's in kindergarten is home or something. So this magical window of time, I'm using to record this episode really quick. So hopefully we don't have any interruptions. (laughs) Y'all, hello, hello. No. I am not gone for all times. I know y'all were worried. I thought to face the planet for a hot minute. This past month has been bonkers town bananas. I've been marrying my two websites, beckyhennessy.com and brickstherapy.com, so that everything can be under one roof. Because y'all, it is like hurting cats having a million different websites. And so I'm trying to keep it all under one roof. And hallelujah that it's being done. But I will tell you, putting those two together is like blending a family together. Holy cannoli. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for those of you who have stuck with me through this transition. I appreciate it. Welcome, newbies. There are actually a lot of you. If you have been with me since the beginning of time, or if you're just starting to join me, go check out the newly married websites. It's all under BeckyHennessy.com. That's B-E-C-K-I-E. H-E-N-N-E-S-S-Y dot com. The therapy, the coaching, the monthly subscription, the dot to dot project, the podcast, all of that is under one roof now. If you haven't subscribed to the newsletter, go to BeckyHennessy.com and do it so that you can get a free 50-minute connection seminar video. So good. Okay, today we are talking about how risk is the ultimate confidence builder. And I'm going to talk mostly to you ladies. Now, gentlemen, stick around. There's going to be meat in this for you as well. I was listening to a friend's podcast. I'll link it in the show notes. He was interviewing a woman named Wendy Ulrich. In the interview, she talked about women and risk-taking and said something to the effect of, when women aren't certain, then they don't take risks. So this got me really curious for a couple of reasons. One is I'm a mom. I'm raising daughters and I'm raising a son. Another is I'm also a businesswoman. I own two businesses. I serve in a church calling in a position where I interact with both men and women leaders. And I've noticed this in all of those spaces. I've noticed this as a mom. I've noticed this as a businesswoman. I've noticed this as someone who is serving within my church community. In all of those spaces, I've noticed that the idea that women don't take risks if they're not certain or if it's not predictable is pretty true. I know for myself, I feel much more confident in spaces that are predictable or that I'm really proficient in. I put my neck out more. I speak up more. I participate more. I ask more questions in spaces where I'm unsure, maybe a little more uncertain or not as proficient yet, I observe. I stay quiet. I keep my curiosity to myself and I just kind of sit back. We as women stay small and we stay uncertain. We second guess. 
because we fear failure. We've convinced ourselves that if we do it perfectly the first time, or if we don't show up until it's completely polished, that we can avoid shame and judgment and we can avoid failure. Here's the thing. No one grows in perfectionism. We only shrink. We don't want to take the risks and therefore there isn't growth. So I've gotten curious about what that is all about. Caddy Kay and Claire Shipman are co-authors of the books, The Confidence Code and The Confidence Code for Girls. Oh my word, both are so incredibly amazing. The Confidence Code is more for the woman. The Confidence Code for girls is more for younger women and girls. In an interview someone had with Claire, she stated that they have come to find in preparing to write this book that the reason that women aren't as much of risk takers or the reason that women's confidence is so low is a little bit of a mixture of nature and nurture. So she talks about how girls, especially in puberty, start to have a much higher emotional intelligence than boys. And that's because they have kind of a surge of oxytocin released inside of their bodies. And so that leads girls to being more nurturing, more lovey-dovey, right? A more snuggly. But it also leads them to be much more cautious because of that emotional awareness and much more aware of how other people perceive them way before boys do. Now, boys, on the other hand, get a boost of testosterone, which facilitates risk taking. So they're not as aware about how other people perceive them. They're not as cautious. They go into the space of this risk taking that happens. Confidence actually comes as risks are taken. So it comes as you fail or struggle and then you try again and then eventually become competent in it. It's called the confidence competency loop. I'll do a whole nother podcast episode on that. Confidence comes from trying. So that's the nature side. The nurture side, Claire goes on to say, is that the system we've set up is one that creates what she calls an army of young girl perfectionists. It's all about sitting still, coloring within the lines, overachieving, busyness, going above and beyond what is expected, trying to please. This shows up in our school systems, in our religious systems, even within our own homes at times. Now, I know that there are outliers. There are boys who are people pleasers and there are girls who take risks. This is just generally speaking. It's also been said that girls do better academically than boys. But that too is a real disservice sometimes because girls are outperforming boys when it comes to academics. But once they enter the real world, their confidence decreases because they don't know from experience that it's okay to fail, that it's okay to take risks, that their worth and their value is not attached to that. They don't learn that within our systems, our school systems, our religious systems, sometimes our family systems, our community systems. And so they don't know. In the Ulrich interview with my dear friend that I referred to earlier, she identifies that women have a hard time rebounding from negative feedback. She goes on to say that girls are unwilling to take the risk, unwilling to be wrong. Now, Kay and Shipman identify in Ulrich spotlights that one of the most devastating things women do to undermine their growth and development is to get more busy practicing perfection than practicing resilience. Ladies, did y'all hear that? 
We are so busy practicing perfectionism, perfecting our ability to show up perfect, that we don't practice resilience. We don't fail and get back up. We are so worried about how it'll feel that we avoid it. Now, some would say, no, we're so scared of how other people see us that we don't want to show up. But I'm here to tell you that the thing I don't love about being judged is how it feels inside of my body. Being real, when I stay small, it is so I can avoid the physiological feeling that happens when I fail. It's so I can avoid the physiological feeling that happens when someone else sees me fail. That feeling happens before I even have to think about it. My body responds first before I have to have thought about how somebody else sees me or how I see myself. As soon as I fail, there's a physiological discomfort that happens. And it's not a pleasant one. And so when I stay small, it's an active choice to not have to cue up that physiological feeling. Now, we've talked about this a million trillion times. I come from the space of we don't get to pick how we physically feel physical feelings just happen. We absolutely can choose the before. We absolutely can choose the after, but we don't get to choose the feeling itself. And so if I make the choice to stay small, then I tell myself, okay, I can avoid all of the triggers and all of the cues that are going to spark that physiological feeling. Once that physiological feeling happens, if I feed it a thought or a story, then that discomfort grows. That is why I avoid showing up in a space I'm not competent in, in a space that I haven't mastered. So what do we do, ladies and gentlemen that have ladies in your life? Here are some things to consider. I read this article about the five things you can do to build confidence. It's actually called Five Ways for Women to Build the Confidence They Need to Become Tomorrow's CEO. I'll link it. Y'all, let's be honest. I am not wanting to be a CEO. It is not a dream I have. It is a dream for some. And that's great. It's an excellent dream. It's a very achievable dream. For me, I need confidence to do the things that God needs me to do so that I can glorify Him. That's where I need my confidence. And thankfully, the same things you do to become an instrument in God's hands are what you do to become a CEO. So yay. I'm going to highlight three of the five things. One, we've already kind of started to talk about. ladies. We need to take more risks. If we fall flat on our face, big what? We learn. That fall is informational. It is not good or bad, right or wrong. We learned. What did the face pant teach us? What information did we gain? What did we notice? What worked? What didn't? Even if we do something flawlessly, the simple fact that you think you can do anything flawlessly is a flaw. So you're right back on this path of imperfection with all the rest of everybody else. We need to take more risks. We ladies need to not overanalyze feedback. We need to not overanalyze the feedback that we get or the feedback that we give. Here's what we do. We get feedback. Now, some people say that it's criticism. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about haters. I'm not talking about mean, cruel words that are not helpful. I'm talking about feedback that we get. When we get feedback, instead of taking it in for face value, seeing as informational, deciding if it's accurate, making a shift, or deciding if it's not and moving on, we internalize it. We second guess ourselves. 
we go against our better judgment. We take whatever is said as truth or we completely throw it out in the garbage. We don't ask more questions if we're confused or unclear. We fill in all the blanks instead of asking for clarification. That's what happens more often than it doesn't. Now, not everybody shows up that same way. Again, I'm using generalities here. Similarly, when we ladies give feedback, we think of all the ways that it could be heard or taken, how it will affect our relationship with that individual, what feelings it may or may not bring up for them, how to word it. Holy cannoli. Should we consider some of that? Absolutely. Does overanalyzing that feedback, how we're going to give it or how it's received help? No. And finally, we need to take Elsa's advice and let it go. We need to let go of the lie that is perfectionism. Sisters, misters, and some friends, we are the problem. We are perpetuating the problem. The moment that we buy the idea that perfect is possible or attainable or even desired is the moment we join forces with Scratch. I know, that's a brutal way to put it. Scratch is the father of perfectionism, you guys. God does not require it. God doesn't even ask for it. Now, y'all can spin Bible verses however you want to to make it seem like perfectionism is the expectation. But by doing that, you run the risk of staying small and staying quiet and clipping the wings that God built for you, guaranteed. Ladies, let's commit. Let's commit to take more risks. Let's commit to take feedback as informational, not as a measurement of our worth. Let's commit to call perfectionism what it is, a big fat hairy lie that isn't even what is expected. And let's commit to trying so that our daughters and our sons experience the importance of trying and can learn that to try is the goal, not to have it all mastered. Gentlemen, don't you think you're off the hook? Can y'all commit with me? Can we agree? that you will encourage and support and love the women in your life as they show you how big their brave is? Can we commit and agree that you will cheer on the trying and that you'll help create spaces where trying is what's expected? Can we agree that if you see a woman trying, you will be her biggest fan? We are going to take Scratch down, you guys. We're going to take Scratch down as we enjoy the journey, as we brave this battle, and as we embrace our human, one risk at a time. Hey guys, like what you've heard here? Want more of it for free? Go over to my website, Becky Hennessy, B-E-C-K-I-E-H-E-N-N-E-S-S-Y. Click on the connect with me tab and give me your email. Come join me for my next anything goes Q&A. You guys, when I say anything goes, I mean anything goes. It's free. It's an hour of stuff a lot like this. Bring me your questions. Let me answer them. What have you got to lose? Again, BeckyHennessy.com. Go to connect with me. Plunk your email in there for the free webinar and you will get an invite to my next Anything Goes Q&A.